Welcome into No Punt Intended, presented by Club Fantasy. I am your host, Joe Zolo. Joining me as always, Joshua Hudson and Ryan Weiss. And I guess joining as always on his yearly appearance yeah. on the show, the Wednesday before the Super Bowl, Mark Drumheller. Mark, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Thanks so much for having me back. This show is always so much fun, man. I love talking about the props. We always have a good time. We have some laughs, so I can't wait to get into it. Yeah, and Mark is looking very sharp tonight. I'll see myself. There up. you go. Yep. Go <laughs> download the sharp hat. The hat. <laughs> if if you if you're watching on the podcast, he has a hat that says sharp on it. So also if you're watching on the podcast, how are you doing that? That makes no sense. <laughs> so all right. We're off to a good start. Yeah. Uh, this is this is essentially how every show starts off. Uh I believe every single head coaching vacancy is gone, correct? Everyone is filled. Correct. Technically. Um, so we'll we'll quickly cover that before we get into the prop bets here. Uh, Vikings have zeroed in on the Rams uh, offensive coordinator, Kevin O'Connell, as their new head coach. Obviously, they can't hire him until after he presumptuously wins the Super Bowl as the Rams are the favorite. Jaguars have hired former Super Bowl winning head coach, as Josh so lovingly put it in the show sheet, uh, as their new head coach, Doug Peterson. Um Spent last year out of football. I mean, it's not inaccurate. I mean, he has won the Super Bowl. So. It's it's not inaccurate, <laughs> but it's also misleading. So, I have to give Jags fans some hope. Listen, I mean, listen, listen. I don't think misleading your... is the word you're looking for. Is, your... is there? Is there? Are we going to do Doug slander tonight? Oh, that's this was not on the show. Joe will slander anything. Guys, I mean, we, yeah, we beat his Patriots. Just this is definitely that. a guys, Joe issue, guys, not a show guys, issue. Guys, do you remember Nate Sudfeld, the most electric third string quarterback in the history of the NFL. Remember that guy? Second string. Remember they jumped him over Jalen hurts for that. (laughs) I thought someone, no, I thought somebody was hurt. I no, 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 no. They straight up skipped and moved him all the way up. Excuse me. Well, that's why he's the best third string quarterback of all time because he's so good. He becomes the second string. That's right. And then subsequently gets uh, not signed by any other team in the NFL after that piss poor performance. But yes, Jaguars, congratulations. I don't know if it's hope. You just, you know, at least there's a history of competence from the from the guy, I guess. The Dolphins hired Silicon Valley star as their head coach. Really fucking Mike McDaniel? You you fire Brian. I, I had to put that in there. He really does look like a tech nerd, but by all accounts, you, he's a he's a pretty sharp. Uh, they fired player, so, they fired yeah. Brian Flores to hire the lead civil engineer at Facebook. <laughs> to lead their fucking franchise. Like, what? What? He looks like the pure epitome of analytics. That is, that, that is analytics. And in his introductory conference, he lit, like completely dismissed the analytics. Oh, yeah. Which oh, I yes. found yeah, that was hilarious. It. I heard about that. That was interesting. He's like, yeah. well, it's a tool. It's not, you know, it's not the yeah, whole right? thing. <laughs> yes, because Kyle Shanahan definitely dismisses analytics throughout his coaching style. Um, the Texans, uh, another one and done. Apparently they're really just trying to tank as hard as they can. Lovey Smith has been hired as their defensive, uh, excuse me, their defensive coordinator last year is now their head coach. It is Lovey Smith. I had no idea that Lovey Smith was the crazy dude with sunglasses on in the Santa beard on oh, yeah. the sidelines. Had no clue who that was. I thought David um, Cully was putting on disguises. That, mid-game. that beard, that beard alone is three wins. I'm not even worried. <laughs> so. that, that beard. 
The, that beard experienced a whole lot of losing at Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, bad. Bad. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't understand. Like, two head coaching stints in the NFL. Then you go to Illinois and do suck nothing. And then you somehow get a third chance to be a head coach in the NFL? I, it blows my mind. Not only that, but me. when the Fighting Illini experience addition by subtraction from your departure like yeah they were that's much much better this year you know what i mean and you know that tells you all you need to know i was i was just i was just about to look up their their like their record and everything I think they had um, what 17 wins in like four or five years or something like that well under lovey smith they their best season was six and seven and they lost their only bowl game appearance ever under lovey smith and last year they went five and seven, so they basically matched Lovey's best season under Brett Bielema, and they also matched their best in conference record, four and five. So, I mean, I'm not. I mean, Illinois is not known to be you know a dominant football school. So but... the only thing I'm going to throw out, I actually like Lovey first and foremost, but secondly, all we talked about last year. Was that Houston defense was playing better than we expected him to? He's still calling the plays on defense. I think this was a good morale hire. I'm good with it. So, yeah, he's just going to get fired next year. Then it's a morale fire. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> going to get fired be, next year. It's going to be week five. Texans hire Josh McCown to be the special <laughs> assistant to the head coach. <laughs> I wonder if. McCown maybe wants to do offense and this was all a part of like Lovey taking over knowing that he wasn't going to get to pick his guy because they haven't announced their coordinator yet I don't believe so uh they're they I believe they promoted Pep Hamilton oh I their that. offensive Pep, Pep, coordinator Pep, he was legit. their quarterback I'd be more comfortable year. if he was coach to be honest there you go yeah. yeah bad bad hire <laughs> um the Saints keep I think you're talking about Lovey and not Pep Hamilton there yeah yeah, Lovey okay. Smith. Correct. The, the the dude who played in the Big Ten, didn't have a winning record, and then had two stints as NFL head coach and still sucked in every single one of his head coaching stints. Yes, I'm talking about that guy. Okay. Pep at least has a cool name. Yeah. And plus, but then again, if you can win games in the XFL with Cardell Jones, like you're true. all right by me. You can and, get done. And to Ryan's point, I mean, two of those three wins are going to come against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, I oh. mean, there's two guaranteed right there. All on the beard. I'm crediting it. All on the beard. That beard is Any, epic. I'm. I. You know what? That should be a prop bet. How many wins do the Texans get based on Lovey Smith's beard? I think. <laughs> I think that should be it. I, could you imagine being a guy like Mike McDaniel across the field and then has to see <laughs> that beard and coach against it? No chance. You mean the young, fresh uh, <laughs> Notre Dame graduate at 22 years old, Mike McDaniel, getting Yale, ready to go bro. to Yale. Yeah, oh yeah, who went? Did he go to Yale? He really he went to yeah. Yale? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> god. That my you god, Miami, you're terrible. You suck. Oh, thank thanks for thanks for just making second place in the division easier now. I, I appreciate that. Uh the Saints keep continuity. They promote Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator, to head coach, replacing Sean Payton. Um I mean, at this point, I mean, we saw the one game all of his, all of Sean Payton's coordinators were out for the game, and Sean Payton looked like a fucking dumbwat. So I guess Dennis Allen knows what he's doing. So this is probably a good hire. Well, we joked when Payton had to miss the game that this was addition by subtraction. Yes, <laughs> so. like Sean Payton did nothing. So I mean, it works. 
Yeah, this is the one internal promotion that I, I'm on board with. I, I feel like Dennis Allen got thrown to the wolves when he got named the Raiders head coach way back when. And this was a really good opportunity for him to just kind of come in, focus on building the, you know, that side of the ball and building that rapport and with everything that the saints went through, obviously with, you know, losing Winston and, you know, Peyton suddenly stepping away. I think this was really the right move for them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I could care less. New Orleans is still going to suck next year. So I really, <laughs> I, already, I already slipped a note into Taysom Hill's locker. that just said that was Sean. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Sean. He's not thought, here anymore. I, I think there was a realtor card attached to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sell, sell, sell. Well, I mean, they do have know. a terrible cap situation and currently no quarterback. So we'll see. Yeah. And a well, running back in jail. So, yeah. Yeah. Not good. Potentially. They, uh, he's not currently in jail. No, Peyton ran up the credit card and dipped. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. He ran up the credit card last year too. Yeah. They've back to back seasons. They've had the worst yeah. or lowest amount of cap room in the NFL by a very large negative amount of money. If you think the Packers are in bad shape, the Saints, I believe, are double um, the amount of over the cap that the Packers are. So it's it's ridiculous. They might okay. trade Mike Thomas for money. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Us. Why not? Literally, why not? Okay, let's get let's just get the let's get the easy one, or I guess you know the the lame one out of the way. Rams are minus four. It's minus one ten. It's an even line. No one's over favored, under favored. Um, I mean, technically the Rams have home field advantage, but they're not counting it as this. So on a neutral site, or I guess if the Rams had home field, they would be seven point favorites. But minus four. Who are you taking, Josh? You like the Bengals to cover, or you like the Rams to cover? I'm going to take the Bengals here. Okay. And it really does worry me because we know how bad that offensive line has been all year. And we know we saw literally last year in the Super Bowl, bad offensive lines, good defensive fronts. It's a recipe for a win. Mm -hmm. But the way that Cincinnati – held their own against a really a subpar pass rush from Kansas city. Maybe they can do okay. And we've, you know, Burrow got knocked on his ass all year and still played really well. So I'm less concerned about that pass rush rattling him so much as I am that the Rams are going to have to stop all of the big plays. And that's what Cincinnati's offense is built around. It's, Jamar Chase, it's T. Higgins, it's Tyler Boyd, it's Joe Mixon. Um, there's a lot of firepower on that offense. And if Cincinnati's defense shows up the way they did against Kansas City, I think this is a very easy cover for Cincinnati. Mark. Yeah, I'm on the Bengals. I'm on the I'm on the I'm not actually on the money line, but I'm on Burrow MVP at 225 because it's better odds and it's essentially the money line, right? And then, you know, I'm on the Bengals. I got it at a four and a half, but four or four and a half. You know, I really think that. We have a little bit of recency bias when we when we talk about, you know, these defensive fronts because of what we saw last year. But, you know, if you rewind the year before that, Nick Bosa, Sam Fran, they had the powerful pass rush lost by 11 points, right? Chiefs were holding them all over the field, no flags. <laughs> Refs don't worry about that. They, they let them hold the defense. We've seen that many, many Super Bowls, right? 
Year before that, the Rams, number one in pressure rate in the NFL, lost by 10 points to the Patriots, right? That was the McVay game where he didn't know what to do. He got all confused by Belichick. Year before that, you know, we go to the Eagles, Patriots. Patriots, I think, were top 10 in sacks that year, right? Nick Foles threw for a trillion yards, right? The rest is history. So I don't know if the defensive front is going to impact the game, but is it going to determine the winner? I don't think so. I think if you look at the way the Rams play defense, they play zone, you know, more than most teams in the NFL. So they're terrible. You know, Mina Kimes was talking about it today, just terrible at defending short passes. So Burrow can get that quick game going. You know, Zach Taylor and those guys, they've had this bad offensive line all season. They've learned how to play with it. They've learned how to mitigate the pass rush. Are they going to get sacked? Is there going to be second long, you know, third and long? Absolutely. But they're number five in the NFL in explosive plays. So they can, you know, convert in some of those situations. So I think they're going to score enough points to kind of stay in the game. And then as we get to the second half, where the Bengals defense is only allowing 6.3 points per game in the playoffs. Uh, I think you see the Rams start to tighten up. We've seen them kind of fall apart against the Buccaneers. You know, we've seen them kind of lose their composure a little bit before they came back against the Niners. And I think the Bengals will be playing with house money at that point. And if it's a close game in the fourth quarter, I'm going to put my money on Burrow. I just trust them more. Um, you look at Stafford, the issues he's had with interceptions, Bengals defense, six picks in three playoff games, right? So, um, you know, picked off Patrick Mahomes in overtime. So I think if it's if it's a game in the fourth quarter, I think it's the Bengals game to lose. You know, they got the kicker. He's he's a killer. You know, he's Money. oblivious to pressure. So, you know, I think all that kind of plays into the longer, as long as the Bengals can withstand the first half, you know, and, and kind of make this a game, I think the pressure kind of builds on the Rams. You know, the Bengals are playing with, ha- with house money, and the Rams – have a lot of key veterans that know, like Stafford, this might be their last shot. So I think that pressure kind of mounts on them as the game goes on. I think the Bengals can win this game. Ryan. I'm going to just pile on to what Mark said. I don't know who's going to win the game, but I think they're only going to win by a field goal. So give me the Bengals. Okay, see, now that puts me in a tough spot, right? Because whenever a panel agrees... <laughs> you instantly want to go against it. <laughs> Listen. So what I'm going to tell you and what I thought coming into the segment is Bengals plus 4, Bengals money line, which means bet the Rams because all four of us agreed. But I agree to Mark's point. I think something too, last year Mahomes decided to play hero ball when he was under mm-hmm. he was under pressure and ran for 500 yards. None of them positive, but he ran for 500 of them. <laughs> um Legitimately, there was a statistic. He ran like negative 467 yards in that game. Yep. What? Uh, so there's not that. Burrow's not going to try and play hero ball in that instance. So I like it from that point. Casey also didn't have that bad offensive line, like Mark said. Since he's had it all year, they've played with it. Yeah. All season, they got sacked nine times in a playoff game. Nine times. And they still won and only scored a single touchdown. That's absurd. That is, that's absurd. And I'm not by any means, I'm not comparing the two Ryan Tannehill and Matt Stafford, but a little bit, they both feel just at any moment, they can explode and blow up in the wrong way. And Mm -hmm. we've all, we said this right after Stafford hit his wall mid season. And as he was going into the playoffs, he was getting hot. We all said, when's he going to hit the wall? He's got to hit a wall at some point. And if he doesn't, 
good for him. He deserves his trophy. But it just feels like at any moment he can hit that wall. And I also think there's a, there's a lot of firepower for the Rams to have to deal with from the receiving standpoint. I was shocked they didn't get T. Higgins more involved in the short game and just quicker passes against KC. I think that changes. If if Uzama misses this game, T. Higgins is going to very smoke. well end up doing it. Woo, yeah. T. Higgins yeah. is going to go off. Yeah, I said the Bengals are one of those teams where when the tight end is supposed to go off, T. Higgins could easily go off instead. They don't mind using him against teams where they're bad against the tight end. Not that the Rams are bad against the tight end, but I'm just saying that's that's something that can happen. So. Yeah, I think having like the extra week to prepare, like I, I, I just think you know the Bengals are aware. Like this is the biggest game of the year. They know the offensive line is at a huge disadvantage in this game. So it's one game, right? And they're going to make adjustments. They're going to come in with a game plan to mitigate that. And it's going to be up to McVeigh to adjust. And the one thing that we've seen about McVeigh, tremendous game plans, right? But in game, eh. Like, he just kind of sits there and watches it all fall apart, right? Like, not really the best guy as far as adjustments on his feet. And I think that that's going to be key in this game because you look at the Bengals team, you know, down 18 at Arrowhead. They make the adjustments. They come out winning. I think a lot of people don't give the Bengals enough credit there, and they just act like Patrick Mahomes threw the game away. And, you know, the Bengals just happened to be on the field. But if you look at how they performed in the second half of games in the playoffs, they've locked everybody down after halftime. So you, I, sorry, I, I, this is, this is for when I brought up T Higgins, cause they played against the chargers and, um, I number 20 on the chargers. I'm forgetting his name, but he's my favorite DB ever because he sucks and it's perfect for fantasy wide receivers. Tavon Campbell. Tavon Campbell. Oh, Josh, my guy. I know you're on the show for a reason. Okay. <laughs> Can any of you name me the number two cornerback for the Los Angeles Rams? Obviously, Jalen Ramsey is one, and he will be covering Something Jamar Chase. Williams. I can't remember. Troy Williams, I Joshua, think. Joshua, good job. It is Darius Williams. I was close. Where's number 11? He played in 14 of their 17 regular season games this year. He has an impressive stat of 71 tackles. When you see that, you're like, oh, that's really good, 71 tackles. And then when you think that he's the number two defensive back, you think, oh, shit, in 14 games... He has 71 tackles because he can't cover. Yeah. Yep. So it's, like he's, that's, allow, he's allowing five catches a game. <laughs> five, five catches a game. That's 120 yards for T. Higgins. Like that's that's easy money for that guy. The one so, thing I do want to throw out, Joe, because I think you're you want to lean Bengals. I do think the Rams are going to win this game because while we're all we're talking about are what the Bengals can overcome on offense to not have to deal with this pass rush. We're still not talking about the fact that the Bengals have zero chance of slowing Cooper Cup down. It's not happening. So everything that Jamar Chase brings to the Bengals offense, Cooper Cup is going to do on the other side of the field. I'm not worried about Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup shrinking like Mahomes and Tyreek Hill did. I, I think they're going to be absolutely fine. Stafford knows who his guy is, and Cooper Cup is not going to get stopped in this game. Real quick, to your point, Joe, and I know how much you love pro football focus grades. Darius Williams is their lowest graded corner this postseason. So yes. there you go. See, you like it when it works in your favor, don't you? <laughs> of course, of course. There was God. They rate. They rated someone as like a, a the oh 
Who is it? It was um, Deontay Harris. Deontay Harris was the second best fucking receiver in the NFL 13 weeks into the season. No, he's not. No, he's not. What is this bullshit? Great. Oh, God. Makes me mad. Yes. When it works in my favor, I was like, love it. It's great. I love that Joe prefaced this way being the most boring prop and we've spent 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, it's not really a prop bet. Now we're getting into the prop bets. Okay. Well, to be fair, we spent half that time on the coaches. So yeah. 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 Okay. How many players will have a pass attempt? We brought this up last year. I believe some of us said the over, but how many players will have a pass attempt? Obviously the line is at two and a half. It favors the under minus 145 compared to plus 110. I don't want an explanation. I just want an answer. Josh, over or under two and a half pass attempts uh, total, like how many people throw a pass? I'll take the over because sure. of OBJ. That, okay. And it really, for me, it boils down to that. Okay. Mark? Under. Ryan? Under. They're not going to break out the, the double pass again in back-to-back games. It's not going to happen. If the Bengals get up big, you could see McVay dip into his bag of tricks. That, that's what I'm getting at. I think the only way it goes over is if somebody gets hurt. Like and that's my and there. that's my concern because Aaron Donald is likely to murder Joe Burrow. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, Matt Stafford's not getting hurt. He could he could literally have he could no get hurt knees. trying to make a tackle. Yeah, but yeah. he could have no knees and he would still be. <laughs> and he throws a pick. They better I mean, just. They better yeah. just the only way Matt Stafford's leaving the game is if his right arm is torn from its shoulder. <laughs> yes. Like and even then he had a dislocated shoulder in one game and still stayed in the football game yeah. for one final play. Granted, it is non-throwing shoulder, but still. Okay. Three to one on that for the under. National anthem. Line on Bovada has gone up to a minute and forty. Uh we were discussing this pregame. Every national anthem uh, where the line is at now, every national anthem in recent history has gone well over, and it's not even close. Even the new line that got bumped up two seconds, yeah, it's still like I believe the lowest or quickest is a minute forty nine. Well, I was going to say I just want to quickly throw out I my initial line I saw I think was ninety five seconds, which was still lower than what you had, and that's the lowest it's been the line in ten years. Yes. <laughs> So for By it to far. go up is interesting. So, And the reason being, Mickey Guyton has performed the National Anthem a couple times, at least as of note that we know. And she is called Quickie Mickey because she gets it over very, very quickly. So with that knowledge, Josh, are you taking the over or the under? It is split at minus 120 on Bovada, so it's it's an even pick. They're not favoring either side. So I'll preface this with, and I mentioned this in the the pre-show i have no idea who mickey guyton is a quick google search told me she's a country music singer and now i know why because i can't stand country music you guys say quickie mickey i'll take the under because sure why the fuck not sure. mark yeah they don't call her quickie mickey because she takes a while so i'm gonna go, i'm gonna go with the under it's here i, I just it's such an that, unfortunate nickname yeah i mean hey you know uh, but I, I think that it is going to be under. I think, you know, last year it was the duet. You got two people, of course. You know, they're both going to try and get it in. Um, it's just Mickey. So I, I think it's going to be under. Ryan. I'm, I'm, of course, betting history as I do every time. So give me the under. It's, and again, like, I, f- I feel like this is just a weird it's a trap. trap bet. I, oh, <laughs> God, it feels like it feels like such a trap. Let me tell you, I'm still betting the under. But let me tell you, this feels like. Such a trap. Couple comments over on uh over on YouTube. Will appreciate you. My guy. <laughs> High school buddy right there. And Kelly, there's nothing wrong with a quickie. <laughs> 
playing. I <laughs> love Billy. Especially, especially not if I bet the under. Yeah, especially not if you bet the under. I always take the under on quickies. Yeah. As do I. I want to make a joke. I do. I think that was the joke. already been made. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, there's... There's more jokes to be made, but I will uh, I will not. Okay, sticking with the national anthem theme. Predominant color of Mickey Guyton's outfit for the national anthem. Now, I did not put the exact props, like the line specifically, but on our show sheet, as you see, the top one being white and the bottom one being orange, that is in order of what Bovada believes is the most favorable. So I will start with... Ahead, Let me Ryan. throw out real quick. I saw a thing today that white was running at plus 250. So that'll give you yes. an idea of where these go. So Yeah. So white, yellow slash gold, blue, black, gray slash silver, red, purple, pink, green, orange. Josh. Man, I don't freaking know. Uh, that's, if that's I had to guess. Yeah, I know. If I had to guess, it would probably line up with the colors for LA, and in this case, blue gold. So I'll go blue just because a quick Google image search. She's wearing a lot of blue. So <laughs> I, okay, great, uh, Mark. That's the sound red. logic we have. Red sounds like it's a big number. It's to kind of down towards the bottom. It's a patriotic color, right? You're singing a national anthem. You know, you want to have, you know, those colors in there. So I think you get the most bang for your bucket red. Ryan. I'm going to go against Mark here. Mark said patriotic. I'm going to go social consciousness. She is involved in Black Lives Matter. She is a black woman. And there was a bit of an incident this week. I'm going to say black. That's, That's a sound reasoning. Um, well, for that reason, I won't go white. Um, <laughs> someone laugh. I mean, come on. So what's funny is when I said that, I knew that was going to screw somebody up and I'm all the happier it was you. So. Obviously. Uh, I, honestly, I, I'll, um, mm, I will, I, I will go with red. I'll go, I'll go with Mark on the red. I, there is literally... These, you cannot, there is no prior knowledge to any of this shit. Like, you cannot calculate any of this. No, Josh did a Google yes. search and Josh, she was in blue. That's why he went blue. That is literally, that's the research we have here. What's funny is the last time, I thought you were going to go gold, Josh. I think the last time she sang it, she wore gold. So, yeah, she's not going to oh. repeat. Exactly. So that's why I was like, oh, you fucked up. But, but you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you done? Fucked up. Okay, next one up on the list. They're kind of all over the place there, but again, that's just a random one. Now, this is also National Anthem. Who will be shown first during the National Anthem? I liked this, by the way. This was a cool one. I don't remember this one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Okay, here we go. This is versus. Who will be shown first? Cooper Cup or Jamar Chase? Cup is minus 135. Chase is plus 105. Josh? Cup. Mark? I'm going to say cup. Ryan. I'll pay the premium. Cup. Cooper Cup. That's, yeah, easy. McVeigh or Taylor? Same odds as before. Taylor having the better odds. um, Or better odds to to bet on. Plus 105. You know, get more money. Josh. McVeigh. Mark. Taylor. 
Ooh, Ryan. Yeah, I do think it's going to be Taylor. I think it's going to be, and I think it's going to be with, well, we can get to the, the other guys later and then I'll give you the reasoning. Mm, I think it's McVay. I also think it's McVay. I mean, home hometown, like that's, you know, it's the Rams stadium. Last one, Stafford or Burrow? Minus 120 for Stafford, minus 110 for Burrow. It's it's pretty even. So, Josh. I I really want to lean Burrow, but I think they're going to make a bigger deal, A, about the the crap that he went through in Detroit, and B, the fact that it's in L.A., which is why I've been picking all of the Rams guys. It, they're, they're the home team without being the home team. I think they'll go Stafford. Who's doing the broadcast? Does anybody know? I N- say NBC. Fox. Oh, is it? Okay. Is oh, Mark, it go ahead while we, while we figure that out. Stafford or Burrow? I think it's Burrow. I, I think it's Burrow, and I think they're going to go to the Cincinnati players first, and then they're going to go to the Rams and hold that longer. So the Rams will get more attention, but they'll start off with Cincinnati. So they go to Burrow. He's the guy, sunglasses, all that stuff. Hey, there's Joe Burrow, you know, getting ready for his first Super Bowl. Then it's Matthew Stafford. Oh, he's waited his whole life for this. All those years shoveling snow in Detroit. Now he's in L.A., you know, playing in the Super Bowl. So I think you'll see that. They'll hold it longer on the Rams, but Bengals first. It's on NBC, Joe. Oh, they're showing Stafford first. That's not even a question. <laughs> Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth are going to be slob cocking all over Matt Stafford all night. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but Collinsworth is a former Bengal. He's got to show love here. I, I don't care. I don't I don't care. I don't care, Ryan. My, my pick is Burrow. He's the storyline of the game. So oh, that's fair. I will go Stafford because I truly believe that NBC will be basically inside of his pants at any chance they can get on that broadcast. So uh, another another national anthem one. There's a lot of national anthem ones this year, and I like this one, too. Will any scoring drive take less time than it takes to sing the national anthem? So obviously, if you're going under, this is going to be a little tough for you, which we all are. But yes is plus 450. No is minus 775. We obviously don't know how long the national anthem is. Let's put, let's just say she does it in, let's say she does it in 90 seconds. Let's say she does it in 90 seconds. Okay. Minute and a half. Any scoring drive, is that going to take less time than the national anthem, Josh? If it happens, it will be Burrow to Chase and Cincy. Uh, you know what? Screw it. Yeah, I'll say yes. Okay. I plus, just want to see Jalen Ramsey get burnt. I just want to see him get toasted by Jamar Chase so bad. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm glad we're all on the same page. Mark. <laughs> Quicker than quickie? Hell no. Quicker than quickie. Uh, hell hey. no. Um, I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think I, that happens. I think that, uh, you know, both these teams like to play a lot of zone defense, so I think they're going to have to matriculate down the field some. Real quick, would a special team's touchdown count? No, it's not the start of a drive. Ah. Starting drive. Yeah. No. Uh I Mark, I will say Burrow and Chase, you know, they went to LSU. They're probably used to a lot of quickies down there at that state school. So uh, my guess <laughs> is that they could probably get it done. Ryan, to you. Thank you. Thank you. Death Valley, go Tigers. Ne- never quick. Never quicker than quickie. No. I I will also say no. Cause I, I do I do think the odds of a big play are a lot slimmer well, in this game. So we're degenerates though. Come on. This is why we do this. <laughs> I, I mean, um, I, I, I get it. I, I, I'm still no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not betting on this one, but I'm going to say no. Okay. 
How many commercials will have a dog in it? So you got to. <laughs> well, oh, here's the line. The line is at six and a half. And it favors the under at minus 135. The over is plus 105. So, Josh, you have every commercial is going to have a dog in it. So, Josh is taking the over. Mark, over six and a half commercials with a dog in it. Over. All the dogs. Give me okay. all the dogs. I'm taking the Bengals. I'm on the dogs. Over. <laughs> Bengals, Bengals a cat, but sure, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they're the underdogs. Not they're the underdogs <laughs> and cats, but yeah. They're the dog on Sunday. Yeah. They're not a cat. I'm gonna take the over just because it's positive. Just because it's positive money, I I don't know what the hell I'm betting on here. So give me a chance at winning. So. I I also feel like I I feel like it's an easy over bet, right? Like I don't know, COVID year, people like dogs. I don't fucking. Know. I think I my biggest like issue is that I'm so spoiled. I only watch Red Zone. I live off of streaming. I don't know what commercials even look like these days. Are we in a heavy dog age of fucking commercials? Like I don't know. I haven't done the the proper research this season, and I feel really out of place right now. The proper research. Okay, great. Okay, great. If I was selling a product, I, I you know you put a dog in there, right? I agree. Ryan, I can't I can't wait till we get to the halftime show and you say I haven't done my proper research on. Oh, halftime I've done shows. my proper fucking research, Joe. We're gonna <laughs> on halftime shows. <laughs> okay, now this is commercial to play first. Okay, this is the first commercial, and this is a versus as well on this Movana. So crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, commercial to play first: Rakuten or WeatherTech. It is even at minus one fifteen. Josh, I don't even know what Rakuten is or who they. It's are. like a shopping website. They like, I think they reward you for online shopping or some shit like that. They're a Japanese electronic, uh, they're a Japanese e-commerce website and online retailing company based out of Tokyo. Uh, All right, if it's e-commerce, then I'll go to Rakuten. I, I don't really see a point in anyone promoting weather tech. Uh, okay. Yeah. Not at least at this point. I don't sure. know. Mark? Wasn't oh, it's weather tech. Money? I didn't know what the other yeah. one was. I was oh. going to see if we could like phone a friend in the comments or something. <laughs> there you go. Thank That's, you for explaining that. Welcome. The uh, but I got to do weather tech. The dog gets in the car. He gets it all messy. <laughs> it's weather tech. Mark Mark's going to two for one here. Damn. <laughs> I mean, that's a realistic possibility that. one hundred percent. It's raining out. You know, everybody can't live in L.A. You know, uh, dog gets true. in the car. It's all wet. Ryan saves the day. Rakuten. Rakuten. Okay. Uh, I'm also on Rakuten. I saw like some Super Bowl pre-commercials for them, so I'm sure they're going to be early on. Uh, next one. Booking.com or Expedia. Expedia is minus 165. Booking.com is plus 125. I feel like Josh. there's something known here. <laughs> right? In this one, you feel like it, right? Yeah, but the right. next one I'm going to get to, and you're going to be like, huh, Josh, to you. I, I think I'll go. I'll lean booking. Better odds. Hey, okay. okay. Mark. I, you're probably going to get both these commercials. What, what so. is booking? Can I phone a friend again? What is booking? Expedia.com. It is literally the same thing as Expedia. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah that's like, your booking this vacations. Is straight, this is straight competitors right here. Yeah, you never seen booking.com, booking. Yeah, like you never seen those commercials. <laughs> booking. <laughs> <laughs> Too oh. much Hulu, I guess. Expedia, uh, Expedia is the Rams. Booking is the Bengals. There you go. I'm gonna go booking then. I mean, listen, Dogs, I, I, I just, 
Booking's less known, probably, I would assume. So they yes. probably make them go first. You know, it's like, hey, the new people got to go first. Apparently, Idris Elba is in the Booking.com Super Bowl ad. Oh, that sways my vote. I wasn't sure who I was going to pick, but now I do. So you're going to go Booking.com, if, Ryan? If Idris Elba's involved, I'm involved. Booking.com. <laughs> Booking. Yeah. That's li- that is literally their tagline. Like, that's I don't not know. a joke. I don't know how much money my wife made this week, but it's all going on booking.com. <laughs> uh, uh, I will I will go booking.com as well. Now, here's an interesting one. QuickBooks or Intuit, obviously TurboTax, or Taco Bell. Intuit is minus 160. Taco Bell is plus 120. So wait, we're working our way all the way down. What if it's just a TurboTax commercial? Does that count? TurboTax is into it. So, yes, okay. it does count. Wow. Josh. Ugh. So, I have two trains of thought here. One, because we're smack in the middle of tax season, QuickBooks TurboTax makes a ton of sense. And I really want to say Taco Bell because they always have some really good commercials. But they are literally just now rolling out breakfast back at their restaurants because of the COVID pandemic. So how the fuck are they going to be able to afford a high dollar premium spot in the Super Bowl? Because they're Taco Bell and they're a multi-million dollar company. Then they should have breakfast at all their damn locations all the time. And I don't care. Oh my God, Josh, go to a real fucking restaurant. Shut up, Mark. You're next. Yo, Taco Bell's <laughs> breakfast is fire. Shut the Taco fuck up. So Taco Bell is technically Mexican, right? Like it's like a Mexican yeah. restaurant. Yeah. Josh's people. I don't even know if we can call it <laughs> technically. You. I don't even know if we can use the word technically in that situation. It's affiliated it's Mexican. <laughs> Mexican it's, affiliated. It's Mexican adjacent. Yeah. Listen, the one thing that I've learned in this conversation is people want Taco Bell early. So I say the That's commercial true. first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Taco Bell. They're, they've been promoting so heavily lately. And the few commercials I do see. It's Taco Bell. I feel like we'd see a Doritos commercial actually before a Taco Bell commercial. I'm I'm gonna I'll I'll go with the safe one and go TurboTax because <laughs> they lobby our government with billions of dollars to make sure that they can actually make money. So I'm gonna go with into a TurboTax here. Um, no, that's not a lie. I know this isn't a political statement. It's just a fact. Uh, I also, if this was the MLB Taco Bell, I would jump all over that. But NFL. I don't know. MLB seems to Taco Bell seems to be more affiliated with the MLB. I don't know. That's that's my reasoning there. Did they then, still use the ice cream scooper when they do the meet at the Taco Bell? Probably. Probably. I don't, I don't work, work back there, there, man. Yeah. <laughs> they used to just scoop it out, man. We used to go there in like high school when I was like, I'm good. I'll have the cinnamon sticks or whatever they used to have. Like I was oh, like, I'm straight. It's funny. We were just talking today about how that's food adjacent, but I still can't stop eating. So yeah. <laughs> um okay, last one. Uh, if it, so I'm, I'm in marketing. So I know the second one. I didn't know the first one. If you guys know both of these props to you, Holog- I literally just Googled it. Hologic or monday.com both minus minus one fifteen. Hologic is a breakthrough diagnostic and medical imaging solutions company. Monday yeah, primarily dot- focused on women's health. Yes. Monday.com is essentially like an online planner and collaborative website to use within your workplace. Yeah. Within your workplace. So Josh, (laughs) what what do you think? 
Uh, let's flip a coin. Uh, we'll say Monday.com. Okay, Mark? Yeah, they got to get Monday out of the way, right? No one wants to be worried about work or thinking about Monday. So get that get that commercial done, out of the way first, so you can enjoy it again. Sure. Ryan? I disagree. I think their commercial is going to be Call out. R- written so it takes place in the second half of the game. Like, now you're worried about Monday. The game's almost over. You're worried about Monday. We're so here I'm to save you with our first. Yep. I just think I like Hologic. that. Can I change? I want to head down. <laughs> I like, well, I think Hologic, because Josh, you said specifically like um, breast cancer and stuff like that or something like that. Well, it's again, quick Google search. Wikipedia says, um, yeah, it's a medical tech company primarily focused on women's health. That one. Boom. I'll go there. Hologic. Okay. Now into the fun stuff. Here we go. Halftime show. I feel like I don't know why this is plus 200 for the yes and why this is so heavily favored no. But uh, will Snoop Dogg smoke on stage? I just feel that that is the easiest yes in the world. Josh, it's plus 200 yes, minus 250 no. I mean, if he's smoking, he can't rap. Oh, I mean, there's, there's four other performers on stage. He's got yeah. time to smoke. I, look, I'm not going to say I've ever been to a Snoop concert, so I don't know if he like lights it up on stage. I'm sure he probably lights <laughs> I've, it up I've in, seen between videos. Sets, yeah. in between sets, probably. I would bet, yeah. But when he, if he's on a mic and yeah, I, I, when, I'll, I will say no. I will say he, no. When him and Dre did their did their only tour, because it's nationally televised, that's the only reason I will say no. You think Snoop Dogg gives a fuck? I know he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, but the NFL might. So that I'm just saying. <laughs> Mark, I'm gonna say no. I just think oh, Snoop, like, like early Snoop, would have done it in a heartbeat. But this is like you know Corona Snoop. Like he's just chilling, making all the money. Just bought Death Row Records. Like he doesn't have to smoke out there. He's got nothing to prove anymore. Just gonna go have fun, enjoy the show. You mean he bought Death Row Records, the company that Dre started, and you know, like yeah, he bought the rights. It was in there today. I saw that. I saw that floating yeah. around there today. So he just want to give like a big middle finger. Nah, listen, like he no, might, it was more of a big middle finger smoke. to Suge Knight, really, more than anything. I think. I think he's just chilling. Like he's just there, just hang out, Did- enjoy the show, be part of the Super Bowl. But at the same token, buying Death Row Records protects all of his masters because yeah. he initially oh, yeah. came up with they Death owned. Row. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not so yeah. much like a middle finger to Dre or anybody like that. It's protecting yeah. his early assets. I thought I thought Dre founded Death Row. Nah, Suge Knight. Was Suge Knight Suge? Oh, founded it. It's a middle finger to Suge Knight then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Suge Knight's essentially broke at this point. Like he's Dying. scrambling for money. Yeah, isn't, oh, he, yeah. In, isn't he back I, in prison? Rot, after rotting in prison. That guy yeah. Over? Yeah. yeah, he's rotting. In I prison. will not be saying anything detrimental about Suge Knight. No, I'm not. I don't want to get hung over. <laughs> what a live recording! Just this is out here. Yeah. I wish Suge the best of luck. <laughs> Ryan, what do you got? I I don't think the NFL would allow it. I'm going to say no. I'm smashing yes. I think Snoop Dogg doesn't care. I am smashing yes. I mean, people were... Adam Levine had his shirt off. Listen, Adam Levine had his shirt off. People were mad that Jennifer Lopez almost had her hoo-ha hanging out. And now Snoop Dogg's just going to break out a blunt on stage and people are going to go crazy in a state where it's legal? No. Snoop Dogg is smoking on stage. 
Hundred percent. Hundo P. Stone Cold Lock. Hundred percent. Stone Cold Snoop. Free Dog, money, baby. Free no, money. do never say free money because then it doesn't turn into free money. <laughs> so the fact that Mark just said it, he's not smoking on stage anymore. I went, my friends and I did an experiment. Of the 17 games we called two seasons ago as free money, we lost all 17. Every single one of them we lost. It would it was uncanny. When we started tracking, we backtracked and said, okay, these last 10 haven't worked. We tracked it the rest of the season. Didn't win a single one of them. I started betting the opposite and winning money. Free money, never think of it. But, I mean, in essence, this is almost free money, which is okay to say. You just can't say free money. All right. Now, this is free money. Uh, will any part of Eminem's performance be censored? One, two, three. Smash yes. the yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's minus 180, and even that feels a little And plus generous. 135 doesn't seem worth it. No, <laughs> no. not at all. Yeah. Like, I'll I'll bet a hundred bucks on that and and walk away happy with my money on the yes. Are you kidding me? The hundred percent. Other people have been censored. There's no way Eminem is not censored. No way. Okay. Artist to perform first. This is interesting. Mary J. Blige yeah. is actually the most favored to perform first at plus one fifty. Then Kendrick at two twenty five. Snoop at three twenty five. Dre at four fifty. Eminem at five hundred. Josh, who you see, have? I think we'll first. see Mary J. Blige either second or third, like somewhere in the middle. I think you're probably going to get Snoop Dre towards the end. I'm actually leaning Kendrick because he's the newer face with like L.A. and the the you know hip hop scene there. Eminem is just associated there. He's Detroit. That's why I don't think they'll get him out of the way early, mostly because he's arguably one of the most or most accomplished accomplished excuse me of these artists in general just in terms of record sales and all of that so i'm gonna lean kendrick okay mark yeah he sold me i think that's great kendrick i mean it makes all the sense in the world to be honest with you i was like initially i thought like mary J. hey we'll get a start of mary J. it's how you open the party but uh no that didn't make even more sense so i'm, I'm with josh on this one brian we actually delved into this last week. I don't understand how Dre is not the high. When this was announced, it was Dre, and then everybody else got brought yeah. in. These commercials are throwing people off the scent. Give me Dr. Dre and that plus 450 all day long. See, but Dre's not, he's not an artist the way that everybody else is an artist. He's a producer. And and everybody else tend, they but, I, but you could people. argue, but you could argue that, Especially for a West Coast crowd, Dre has more well-known music than oh, anybody else. Oh, thousand so. percent, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if Snoop is the first one out. So, I just feel like they're 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 banking on the nostalgia here, and they'll lead up to that. I don't think they want to get the nostalgia out of the way early, and that's why I think they'll lead more with Kendrick, who's more relevant now. I think based on because again he's the one of the newer artists yeah. that's doing it and doing it well and then you build up to the legends you build up to Eminem and Snoop and Dre I I'm just if it was my halftime show I would want to go on first <laughs> that's fair so that's fair Josh make a point I'm surprised that the three California kids who literally grew up within 20 minutes of the stadium every single one of them Long Beach being the furthest, Snoop Dogg, and then Dre and Kendrick growing up in Compton. 
I don't know how they're not the top three favorites. Mary J. Blige from the Bronx. We all, we all know Eminem's from Detroit. I think so. If they weave it well, I think how it goes is Kendrick first with Humble or DNA, then into Mary J. Blige in the in the uh, song that they did together, Kendrick and Mary J. Then it comes out with a song Kendrick and Dre did a while back. I'm forgetting the name of it, but it was really good. And then Dre into Snoop Dogg. I'm thinking something either gin and juice or ain't nothing but a G thing. And then they go forward in their discography and get to Eminem's, um, his, his first hit, um, still Dre with Dr. Dre and then goes into the real some shady with them. I think that should be the, See, I don't even think we'll hear the real Slim Shady. If we don't, it's a crime. He hates those songs. He hates those were the last songs that he recorded for all of those albums. Well, it's a crime. Because they're too campy for him. He can't stand that shit. It's a crime if we don't. Here's here's my story since Joe told a quick story. Mine mine's very quick. I think the whole show starts on Forgot About Dre with Eminem because of the fact that it's Dr. Dre, it's nostalgia. Half the people don't know who he is. It's the perfect song to start everything with. So. Imagine I was going to say when uh, who was it? The um, oh crap! When when uh, Paul McCartney? Oh, I think it was a Post Malone song, like samples yeah. by Paul McCartney, and had him in it. And people are like, "Oh, you know, Post Malone making Paul McCartney famous." And I'm just like, "Are you fucking kidding me right <laughs> yeah. now? Like, who are you people? Like, do you not have you ever heard of the Beatles? Like, forgot about Dre gives you the chance to have Dre, whose concert it yeah. is, and Eminem, the most known person on the stage together, right off the yeah. rip. So that definitely so, plays to the the morons of TikTok. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Eminem, what is the first song that he performs when he gets on stage? Your five options are Lose Yourself, plus 250, My Name Is, plus 275, Real Slim Shady, plus 300, Without Me, plus 325, Stan, plus 500. Josh. I think the only two out of these five that he even thinks of playing are Lose Yourself and Stan. Again, I don't... He's been very vocal about the fact that he doesn't even like performing these songs. Those were the the campy hits that were the last songs that he recorded for their respective albums. They're just not the types of songs that he likes to do. So Lose Yourself, I think, has the most relevance when you look at, you know, L.A. being in the Super Bowl in their own stadium. Everything with, you know, Stafford, Detroit. I It just it, it fits the narrative for me. So I'll go Lose Yourself. Mark. Yeah, same. Like, I think lose yourself is really the only answer here. I think that that's, you know, it fits the game. Like he said, like, this is the perfect song, you know, for this event. And I think that he rolls it. And they just announced the Oscar nominees and that song won an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's not a song that you can kind of do second or whatever. Like you have to start that way. Like, you know, so I think lose yourself is a good bet. What do you know, Mark? That's not true. Eminem actually notoriously ends his concerts with Lose Yourself. So I think it's going to be the last song. I'm going to say Real Slim Shady will be the first song we hear him perform. I almost wish going- Still Dre was uh, was was an or forgot about Dre was an option, yeah. but that's not technically his song. So uh my name is I think you know he walks out. My name is I don't know. I just feel like he, he that's like a good song to walk out to. 
I don't care if he doesn't like it. It's a good song to walk out to. I'll take it. Plus 275. Um, now, the last song performed. This is interesting because, again, there's five artists. So this makes it even more difficult. Again, I do not have, you know, the specific pluses and minuses. Every song is plus. But top song, most favorite. Bottom song, least favorite, according to Bovada. California Love. Lose Yourself. The next episode, Still Dre, Drop It Like It's Hot, Family Affair, Humble, Nothing But a G Thing, All the Stars. Josh. I'm trying to figure out why Drop It Like It's Hot is here. Isn't that a little Wayne song? No. Nope, that's... that is Snoop Dogg and Pharrell. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of a different one. Never mind. Idiot. No, I... <laughs> There's there's a whole Lil Wayne thing with that, but I I, I do know which one you're talking about now that I hear. This is why I don't do song titles very well. Lil Township. Um, okay. What do you got? California Love makes sense, especially because it's the last song they played in the trailer for the Super Bowl mm. halftime show. I'm nervous they start with that, and I know that's not what I said, but I'm still nervous they start. Yeah, with that, so. I, I yeah. could definitely see that. All I know is I just want to see like the, the the flashback to when. Um, uh, Ryan, Mark, you guys are old enough to remember when like the hologram performances were big. I just want to see a Tupac yep. hologram. Hologram, hologram Tupac. That, that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Um, and I want to see that during California Love. But um, they did it. They did it in the Straight Outta Compton movie. They had a holographic recording of Tupac recording California Love in the studio. So I mean, okay. it probably is a good see, bet. I'm torn between California Love, the next episode, and still Dre. Because if Dre agreed to do this, because I and I've said this before, and I don't know how many people actually know this, these artists pay the NFL to be on the halftime show. So if Dre is agreeing to do this, that almost tells me he's got a project up his sleeve that he's ready to like talk about and release, which kind of makes me think either still Dre for that nostalgia or the next episode comes on. Ne- next episode would have to be the most edited fucking song <laughs> in Super Bowl history. I, I just I can't imagine it's on the set list. That's I I that was one I scratched off immediately. So Mark? I'll say no. I'll say California Love and I know I'm gonna be okay. wrong. But I'll say that Mark? one. Mark? I feel like, yeah, I'm kind of torn. I think it could be California Love or Ain't Nothing But a G Thing, right? Now, mm. here's the difference is I think I feel like the hologram thing makes me think that that's going to be the last song. Like, mm. if they do the hologram, do they wait to the end and then they do the hologram? I'm shocked you know? Tupac hologram isn't a prop. <laughs> I haven't you. seen it anywhere. Yeah. Thank so, you. Like, I, I almost make that makes me think that it's going to be the end, but I think it should be ain't nothing but a G thing. But maybe they do the hologram early and then they close it. I'll say ain't nothing but a G thing. Okay, California Love seems like a trap again because it was the last song they did on the trailer. Yeah, and, and that I, was my whole thing with Eminem and and you know being the first artist out like that. The best odds, in or the 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 highest payout in terms of odds because he was the first one introduced in that trailer. Ryan, I'm going with lose yourself just because Eminem notoriously closes concerts with it. So it's of all of these, a song that is known to close concerts. I, I just, I want, I want a nothing but a G thing to close it out. That's that to me, 
that to me is Dre's so LA. best song. That's how yeah. you that, close it. That's how you that, close a show. It's so LA, and to me, that is I, well, I top five so, song in the '90s, and it's Dre and Snoop Dogg's best song. But that the the rhythm and bass of everything of Still Dre fits California quite well, and I could see oh, them yeah. either opening or closing with that as well. So, because the they're either gonna go like low ride super smooth ain't nothing to ain't nothing but a g mm. thing or they're gonna close out like like let's get or this goes half. completely chronological and starts with ain't nothing but a g thing <laughs> you, oh i mean if they walk out to ain't nothing but a g thing nobody's nice. mad props. <laughs> yeah exactly props. props and then ryan added will uh this is something i said last week will dr dre at any point act as a dj for any of the acts on stage i.e will he be spinning discs at any points josh no. Mark. No. Yeah, I don't think so. Ryan. Absolutely not. Yeah, he is. At least at least no, at one point he'll touch a record. He will. At one point he'll touch a record. At one point he'll touch a record. At one point. One point. By the way, this is not a it prop be, anywhere. It better be a platinum record. This is not a prop anywhere. This is not a prop this anywhere. Not this what is Dr. just for me. Dre does. Yeah. Okay. Last couple here. Uh, what color liquid will be poured on the winning coach? Orange, clear slash water, lime, green, yellow, all roped into one, blue, red, or purple. Josh. What was last year? Wasn't it water last year? I believe it was water last year, yes. I'm gonna go orange, because again, I'm I'm I think the Bengals win it. So I think okay. I'll stick with it. Mark. Yeah, I'm gonna go orange. I think the uh because of Bengals and you know uh Greg Branos from Yahoo Sportsbook did an article where, you know, he mentioned there's an old TikTok, a pre-draft TikTok with uh, with Joe Burrow, where he says orange is his favorite Gatorade color. So um, what Joe Burrow wants, the one thing we learned, what Joe Burrow wants in Cincinnati, he gets, um, you know, and it's worked so far. So I can't imagine they would go away from that. So if you're taking the Bengals, it's got to be orange. Ryan. It was blue last year because Tom Brady does blue Gatorade. And the study I found on this is follow the quarterback. The only time Matt Stafford has dumped Gatorade, it was yellow. And in Joe Burrow's college years, it was yellow. Give me yellow. I will, I will piggyback on the yellow as well. Yellow is a solid flavor, common flavor. Also Rams wear yellow. So if the Rams, you know, win that, it's closer. I was thinking blue as well if the Rams win, but I'll play yellow because it's a more um, common color than like a orange lighter. matches McVay's hair. <laughs> yes, so that, he, he so, looks like a guy that would coordinate. Right? So they're not like, ruining his hair. Yeah, he's very still, yeah, right. right. You know what I mean? He, yeah. He's worried about his hair. It's got to. It's got to blend. It's very in well. true. It's very true. It. All right, last few. Will the price of Bitcoin go up or down during the Super Bowl? Up. Minus 125, down minus 105. So the price that it starts at a kickoff, does it go up or down? Or is it higher or lower by the end of uh, the game? Josh. I remember seeing something where, um, because OBJ fit some like Bitcoin thing in his contract with LA and how he's actually lost money with his contract with them as a result. His $10 million contract is worth uh, like $70,000 right now. I'm going to say up because it's the Super Bowl and I feel like you're going to see some cryptocurrency commercials and people are going to start buying in. So I'll say up. Crypto.com will definitely have a commercial. Yeah. Mark. 
Yeah, I'll say up as well. I don't know why. I don't know much about crypto, but it sounds like people Me would get excited either. during the Super Bowl. Ryan. Uh, Bitcoin was way down, working its way back up. I'll say that trend continues during the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, Bitcoin not too long ago in November almost hit 70,000. Yeah, it's currently. Yeah, well, it it dropped all the way to it was like 23. I think it was 34 last month or something. Yeah, 32,933 over this past month and it's currently at 44,000. I I think it climbs. The the crypto market crashed for a little bit. It's now slowly climbing its way back up. Um like my I just know that because the investments I have have doubled in the last, you know, couple of weeks. So um I I think it's a no-brainer that it goes up and that's why it's favored. Uh, like minus 125 that's why it's favored. Which team will be penalized for pass interference first? Keep in mind one team has Darius Williams and the other has Eli Apple. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Do you imagine? We preach on the show. Defense wins championships. Offense wins fantasy football. Eli fucking Apple is starting in a Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. Eli Apple is the reason the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. And the reason they're going to lose. You said that. Literally, <laughs> you said that. Josh. Josh. Who will be penalized first? Also, it's even at minus 115. They're both minus 115. Nobody is favored. I'll say the Bengals. Mark. Yeah, I'll say the Bengals as well. Ryan. Hey, hey, no specific reason why, but I'll say the I do. The Rams actually finished the year with the fewest pass interference penalties. It's the Bengals. Okay, there you go. Thank refs you, don't, Refs don't like to call PI on Jalen Ramsey. Um, nope. Darius Williams doesn't seem to have any issues with PI because he allows so many catches. That's why he has so many tackles. <laughs> yeah, he gets he gets face masks and horse collars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I will uh, I will also go with the Bengals. I think uh, Cheeto Awuzie comes from Dallas, the least disciplined team in the NFL. So I I think that you know Cheeto being the number one most likely covering cup, if not he's covering Odell Beckham. Two very good route runners. I, I think Cheeto probably of, of everyone. I think Chidobe Awuzie gets called first for PI. So I think it's the Bengals. Okay. And the last one, or I guess the last few. Who wins the puppy bowl, guys? Come on. We oh, always God. have to end on the puppy bowl. Is like, it, that's not in the show sheet. You just read the last one. Listen, <laughs> is it going to be Team Fluff or Team Rough? Both minus 120, both fierce competitors. Mark, both dogs, all right? They're both dogs, so this is a tough one for so you. We only need four more, right? Or yeah. Five more? Yeah, exactly. Josh, who are you taking, Team Fluff or Team Rough? I'll go Team Rough. Team Rough. Mark, who are you taking, Fluff or Rough? Yeah, I got to go Rough. I can't go Fluff, right? Okay. Ryan, Fluff or Rough? Mustache like this, I have to go Fluff. Okay. <laughs> I, believe Fl- I believe Fluff won last year, so I will go with Team Fluff. A revenge going, match. No, <laughs> there I'm, you go. Listen, listen. At I'm least looking. we're divided on the right sides of the show. <laughs> Puppy bowl all time record. I'm, oh, I'm Jesus. Looking, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking up the Break puppy out bowl. the trends. I'm looking up the puppy bowl. Um. So, so last year. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't say the team. It just says who the most valuable puppy was. Um. Mm, the boy. MVP. So. Uh, I mean, the Puppy Bowl, as of like the last time they actually measured it in viewers, because I believe it was on the Discovery Channel or something like that, or Animal Planet, 
it had 3 million US viewers. Like, I feel like that's way more than I would have thought. I mean, it's not a, it's like in the grand scheme of things, it's like 1% of the population, I think. Like, it's not a lot, but still feels like more than it should be. But <laughs> I'm just it feels I'm, like 3 million more than it should be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, just throwing it out there. Uh, <laughs> do you guys, do you guys want to know what the halftime show is? Of the puppy bowl? Yes. It's a it's a kitty halftime show. <laughs> they they bring out they bring out all the I'm not gonna say the word. They bring out all the all the cats. You know what you know what I want to say. You bring they bring out all that. <laughs> and they, they do this uh, this is for an amazing cause. For those that don't know, the puppy bowl is put on. All of these dogs are up for adoption. That is what the puppy bowl is. So by the end of the puppy bowl, every single dog will have been adopted. And it's also to raise money, I believe, for the ASPCA, if not for some animal foundation. And the cats, um, the kittens will also be, you know, adopted and stuff like that. So only the MVP is adopted. The rest end up in Sarah McLaughlin commercials. <laughs> See, now that's just sad. That's just, well, Ryan, speaking of the MVP, who will win the puppy bowl MVP? Uh, will it be a male or a female, Josh? Oh, I'm going female. Come on. Women in okay. fantasy football, let's take the females. Okay. Mark? I'll say female. Okay. Ryan? Let's go male. Okay. So last year it was a male, but the previous year it was a female. So I'm going to say they go back and forth. I'm going to say a female takes this one. I don't know how they judge the MVP of the Puppy Bowl, but I will go with that. And also, last one. Oh, actually, no. There's two more. I love that we said last one. No, no. No, there's two more. There's two more. How old will the MVP be? Will they be over, uh, older or younger than 17 and a half weeks? Under is heavily favored at minus 170. So they're really putting it on the young guns this year. Over plus 130. Josh? Today I'll be an ageist because I'm old. So give me the over. (laughs) Over 17 and a half weeks, baby. Mark? Yeah, give me the plus money. Is the over the over plus money? What do I plus one thirty? Plus one thirty, oh, yeah. baby. Yeah, I'll take All the right. plus money. Ryan, plus money as well. I am smashing the under. No old dog. I it's like ne- they never win. The youngest on the podcast. Of <laughs> yes. course. Uh, <laughs> lines right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now the last one. This you're really gonna have to rack your brain for for the puppy bowl. Now, for those of you that pick Team Rough. I hate I hate to break this to you, but they're seven and a half point underdogs. Yeah, well, mm. team fluff, seven. team fluff is minus seven and a half. Okay, so the spread, who covers? Team fluff minus seven and a half at minus one forty, or team rough at even money plus seven and a half. Josh, I mean, I'm going rough. It's, okay, yeah, where we're at. So yeah, if, Josh, if it ain't rough, it ain't me. If it ain't rough, it ain't me. That's a that's a NWA song, correct? Yeah, they will not be. Well, you know what? Ice Cube could make an appearance out there. I don't think he does. I think it was Ice MC Cube, Ren. Though. I think that one was yeah, MC Ren. If that was MC Ren. Me. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I have a weird feeling Ice Cube wrote a little bit of this yeah. song. I have a weird feeling MC Ren might not be there. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think MC. I don't think MC Ren's gonna. Be I don't there. know if that's a weird feeling though. <laughs> I, I think it's more of a strong feeling. Okay, I, props, props to Ren. He did write. Like he did write a oh, yeah. good amount of his. He was probably one of my favorites. I mean, out of that whole group back then. Quiet on the set, fantastic. The quiet song. on the set was great. You know, I just don't know what happened. It kind of like, yeah, you know, you know, he got left behind. 
I'm just happy this podcast has turned into four white dudes talking about NWA's discography. I really I think that that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like MC Ren cares what I say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ryan. Oh, easy. was my favorite. Wait, <laughs> no, that's not, that's not the question. That's not the question. RIP. I'm, stick, I'm sticking with my guys. Team fluff. You're going fluff to cover to cover oh, baby. I don't know. Blow I don't out. Know. Blow out. Oh, okay. I don't know if fluff goes in a blow. I'm gonna take team rough to cover, but I st- I still like I still like fluff on the money line. So, I love this show. Got to tease is li- that number down. There is literally, <laughs> there is, z- there is zero show preparation at all for this show because oh, I, I dug in. <laughs> oh Mark, well, Mark prepares a lot more than all this, of us. So. <laughs> this is amazing. They do this every year for the Puppy Bowl as a prop. Will Mike Vick tweet about the Puppy Bowl? Oh, Every no. year. Wow. It is plus 1,200 for yes. And <laughs> minus minus 7,500 for no. Jesus. Every year. Minus 7,500. Minus 7,500. The only odds I've seen better, or, or excuse me, I guess worse, were will SpongeBob make an appearance during the halftime show when Travis Scott was there? And it was minus 50,000. <laughs> And the yes was plus ten thousand. I'm like, put ten dollars on yeah, it. Like, what do you have yeah, it's like d- you know, don't eat out that week. Like, and obviously Vegas made a lot of money on people putting ten dollars on that bet. But yeah, all right, that's officially it. That's really all I have. I I loved it. I think I think it was better than last year. I enjoyed it. Mark, thanks for joining again. We'll see you in a year. Um, absolutely yeah well, we can do the draft we'll do the draft of course oh, yeah. yes around, right yeah we'll yeah. have fun then so oh it's gonna It'll be right around the corner man yes li- no literally literally <laughs> right around the corner you- you're not joking um next week we begin our off-season positional previews we're heading into free agency folks speaking about things right around the corner free agency is a month away from monday i believe right is when like teams can officially start talking to players and signing them in except deals, yeah, except yeah, the Saints, obviously. Yeah, and probably and probably not the Packers. <laughs> and probably not the Packers. Yep. Uh, and we're starting with quarterbacks, obviously, as we always do. We go quarterbacks all the way down to tight ends, everyone's favorite. And bringing on one of our favorites and everyone's favorite stepmom, Miss Lauren Carpenter, will be joining us on the show. I haven't seen Lauren in what feels like eons. And since the draft. <laughs> yeah, and I'm. I'm only 23. It feels like my entire yeah. lifetime I haven't seen her. Uh, so excited to have her back on. I'll uh, be sure to check out the website as well. Is this accurate information? Just want to make sure before I go on and read it. I, I did write this, yes. Oh. God, we love Josh here. We love Josh. That's, that's all Josh is here for is to write the show sheet poorly, might I add, because he sometimes forgets some things. But Most of the time it's just copy and paste, but I literally yes. wrote this one. <laughs> yes. Joel will release his Super Bowl-inspired Blur Lines piece, and uh, Chris will have his Thrive Day Props article on the site just in time as well to win some money on the big game. Expect a lot of Rams players to be chosen in his props because he's a Rams fan. So again, once again, congratulations to Chris. Uh, and as the season comes to close, we'll go for more Dynasty content as well. Coming soon, uh, uh, we just announced that Kelly will be uh, yes. writing with us as well. Kelly, Kelly Phoenix, Phoenix is going to be writing with us. Um, yeah. Very, very excited about that. She's going to have... Um, She's betting the over on insurance unique. commercials. Yeah, <laughs> yo, there there was some talk on Twitter today about the uh the the being your parents uh, progressive yeah. commercial. 
like we definitely need a new one for the Super Bowl. I, I'm all aboard of that. But yes, Kelly, uh, Kelly's going to be writing with us doing uh, a very unique, uh, kind of more of a like football adjacent style um, series with us over the summer. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun and really kind of plays to her style of writing and uh, we'll definitely add a new element to what we do here at Club Fantasy. And um, there's going to be another announcement on Friday. Oh, my God. A new writer that's going to be joining us. So I yep. don't even know what it is. You should, I unmute, you should unmute the Twitter chat. Oh, I, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Literally, nope. No, there's too much. Do you know what the worst I, part about Twitter chats is? Is, is when people... The notifications. Right, the thumbs up. Like yeah. someone will post something, and you'll be like, "Okay, yeah. I read it." And then you know, all these people just thumbs up. Hey, all right. So you, and you have no thumbs? idea which one it goes to. Sometimes, if you're yeah. like twenty and messages behind, you're like, "I don't know who reacted to what." Screw it, I'm over it. I'm I like, never reading this again. Yeah, I, I, I work a nine to five and can't have constant Twitter notifications blowing up my phone, so I don't have it you know, unmuted and will continue to be muted. Nothing against any of our I writers I, or the people in there. I haven't had a notification volume turned up on my phone since 1985. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know that my phone speakers yeah. work at all. <laughs> Boomer Esiason led the Bengals. Exactly. Ryan hasn't had his ringtone on since his Motorola Razor. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or is it? ESPN flip way. phone. Is ESPN flip phone? You guys know ESPN had a flip phone? Yeah. Yes. Strangest thing. One. Yeah, they were they were ahead of they were ahead of the times. Ahead of the times. Not the flip phone part, but the updating you on sports. Oh no, stuff. it definitely was yeah. a flip phone. Oh no, it was. No, but he's saying, saying the head of the times thing was the sports yes, update. Yeah, the sports updates. Um. Okay, I just scrolled back up top to look at Dolphins hired Mike McDaniel, and it just made me angry again. And I don't know why I did that, but. I like him. I, I, good, good, good for you, Ryan. I'm, I'm glad you like him. I'm glad, I'm glad you like him. Okay. I'm glad the Dolphins like him. You know, I'm glad he's there. We get second place in the division because the Jets suck. So this is easy. <laughs> this is great. And if the Bills, I have will say, I'm always, I'm always a little skeptical with these offensive coordinators that have never called plays that come yeah. in to be head coaches, Arthur Smith, because they, they instantly want to call plays. I mean, we saw this with Doug Peterson in Philly. Like, we knew it was time for him to give up play calling, but he was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to keep doing it. And it just basically cost himself a job in Philly. Like, cool, you want to call plays, but at a certain point, it's okay to realize, you know what? I'm just not that good at this. That's why I have an offensive coordinator. Hey, you do it, and I'll just run the team. Good head coaches delegate, unless you're Sean Payton and you're just, you know, you delegate everything and you're just not a good head coach. You just rely on all your assistants. So it's true in most aspects. Mark, any last words before I wrap up for like the 17th time? No, thanks a million for having me on, man. It was a lot of I fun. I can't wait for the draft. I love Mark. Go Mark. follow Mark at X underscore drum Heller for all of your sports betting needs. Homeboy will bet on anything. <laughs> Including Literally anything. It- Including the money line of Team Ruff in the puck <laughs> Absolutely. Ruff money I'm going line, to man. need to see that receipt, Mark. <laughs> underdogs. Underdogs, baby. They're underdogs, Mark. They're, uh, you took the underdogs. We said yeah, he, you took listen, the dogs. 
Super Bowl Sunday, even cats are dogs, right? We're taking right. Bengals, we're taking Barrow, we're taking all the dogs. The we're over on the dogs, everything. We're taking all the dogs, baby. For Josh, Mark, Ryan, and myself, you can follow Club Fantasy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Club Fantasy FFL. The URL is clubfantasyffl.com. Always remember, defense wins championships. Offense wins fantasy football. We will see you next week as we start our journey into free agency, starting with quarterbacks and bringing on everyone's favorite stepmom, the one and only Miss Lauren Carpenter. We will see you next week.